Thank you for tuning in to our podcast today. We know your life will be changed for the better by listening to God's word. If you'd like to know more about Trinity Beaumont or contribute to our ministry, please visit www.trinitybeaumont.com. Well, I think, well, first of all, my name is Carrie Pineda, and I have the honor and privilege of being one of the worship leaders here at Trinity, and I love it. It's my favorite place to be, and I just want to welcome you if this is your first time here on behalf of uh, our pastors and the staff here. I do see some new faces. We're so excited that you decided to come and be a part of us, and of course, my favorite part is getting to introduce the very attractive young man who's going to be bringing the word. Um... I'm his wife, forever girlfriend, and mother of his, one of his children. It's going to be great. So, yes, it's exciting. Um, honey, do you want to be here, or are you going to be up here? You want to be down there? Well, I'm not going to go down there, but you're going to be there. That's great. Um, I just wanted to, to say before he comes up here that it is such a, a picture of growth for him to do this. Um, he was very nervous. It's his first time. But the anointing of God is on his life. We see that in more ways than one. I mean, you guys get to see it when he's on stage, but I get to see it when nobody gets to see him. He is consistently the same person. He loves Jesus with all of his heart, his soul, and his mind. And I really, really believe that the word that he has is a word that's in due season, and it's so appropriate for this time. So, honey, can you just come stand next to me, and I'm going to pray for you. I thought you were going to be down there, he said. Well, that's fine. I'll just, I'll just lean. It's okay. It's fine. I'll adjust to you, my love. <laughs> Would you guys just stretch your hands towards him as we pray? Father God, I just thank you so much for this mighty, mighty man of God that I get the honor and privilege of serving next to and serving as my husband. I ask that you would make him another man as he preaches this word. I thank you, Father God, that as he preaches your word, he would rest. I thank you, Lord, that he would, that your presence would just ooze off of him and that it would just be such an easy thing to receive. And we just thank you for it right now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hello, you. Love you too, girl. No. <laughs> awesome. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Whew. Yeah, this is good right here, man. Appreciate it. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Oh, Father. Ah, thank you so much, Lord. Hallelujah. Um, God is so good, amen. Somebody say, shout hallelujah for me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> there we go. Woo. God, you're so good. How many know that there is a battle being waged in the spiritual realm right now in the heavenlies? Uh, Ephesians 6, 12 tells us uh, that there's a battle not against flesh and blood, but against powers and principalities of this dark world. Thank you, Crystal, so much. There it is. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world, and against the super, uh, spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. Second uh, Corinthians says that, uh, I don't think I gave you this one, but Second uh, Corinthians says, for the weapons of our warfare are not of the flesh. And um, so I truly believe um, that there is a spiritual war cry 
being shout across the world right now, across the nations, uh, calling all warriors of the Lord to rise up and take back what the enemy has stolen. Hallelujah. (laughs) And uh, so the title of this sermon is called Awaken the Warrior. Can you say that? Awaken the Warrior. Come on. We got any warriors in the house? (laughs) There we go. (laughs) Awaken the Warrior. So in Joel chapter 3, verse 9, it says, Say to the nations far and wide, get ready for war. Call out your best warriors. Let all your fighting men advance for the attack. Hammer your plowshares into swords and your pruning hooks into spears. Train even your weaklings to be warriors. Come quickly, all you nations everywhere. Gather together in the valley. And now, O Lord, call out your warriors. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just thank you so much for your word. We thank you, Father God, that you are calling your warriors now, Father. We thank you, Lord, for the move that is happening, Lord, that's stirring inside of our hearts, Lord, to see the advancement of your kingdom, Lord, to see the advancement of your kingdom. We will not hold back. We will not be ashamed, Father. We know, God, that you bring truth, Lord. You bring justice, Lord. We know that you hold the keys, Lord. And we thank you, Lord, for the battle that you have won already, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. We thank you for this word, Lord. Let it be you that speaks today, Father. We are not here for a man, but the man, Jesus Christ. We love you, Father. In Jesus' holy name, amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. So one of the things I was looking at is, uh, what does a warrior look like? What are some... What is something that a warrior has to do, you know? Uh, So, one, he's a protector. He has something that he protects, right? And two, um, he is about uh, an advancement, advancement of the kingdom. And three, I look at there's a battle that needs to be won. There's a battle to win. So, uh, our greatest example is Jesus, our Lord Jesus. In, In Exodus chapter 15, it talks about the Lord is a warrior. The Lord is a what? Yahweh is his name. Hallelujah. And uh, what a great example of Jesus. So full of love, so full of mercy, so full of compassion. But in that, wrapped up in that same body is this fierce, passionate Jesus. <laughs> and uh, I think uh, when you look into uh, Matthew chapter 10, Um, This sounds a lot like a warrior, in my opinion. It says, Do not suppose that I have come to bring peace to the earth. I did not come to bring peace, but a sword. And uh, I just would like to hop on over to Luke chapter 4. And uh, I love this. I was kind of explaining this a little bit to Carrie yesterday, some things that I was seeing. When I read this chapter, Luke chapter 4, if you brought your Bibles, go ahead and turn there with me. Let's see here. Luke chapter 4, Satan tempts Jesus. And this is a great picture, in my opinion, of Jesus whipping out his lightsaber. Lightsaber, Star Wars, come on. <laughs> his, his sword. And uh, giving the, the devil a good little beating here. So, then Jesus, being filled with the Holy Spirit, returned from the Jordan and was led by the Spirit into the wilderness, being tempted for 40 days by the devil. And in those days, he ate nothing he had nothing to eat. And afterward, when they, had, when they had ended, he was very hungry. 
And the devil said to him, If you are the Son of God, command this stone to become bread. And Jesus answered and said, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by the word of God. Hallelujah. Come on. There's a good little whip right there. Then the good old handy-dandy devil comes back and says, Well, Jesus, <laughs> come up with me on this mountain. He showed him all the kingdoms of the world in a, in a moment of time. And the devil said to him, All this authority I will give you and their glory, for this has been delivered to me, and I give it to whomever I wish. Therefore, if you will worship before me, all will be yours. And Jesus said to him, Get out of here, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him alone shall you serve. Boom, another strike. Then he brought to, brought him brought Jesus to Jerusalem, set him up on the pinnacle of the temple, and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down from here, for it is written, He shall give his angels charge over you to keep you, and in their hands they shall bear you up, lest you dash your foot against a stone. And Jesus said, Did I stutter? He said, I'm sorry. <laughs> I just had to use that. I just had to use that. <laughs> Did I stutter? Remember that. Remember, I know it's going to be hard to, to forget that, but there's something I want to elaborate on that. But Jesus says, It has been said, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Out of Deuteronomy chapter 6. You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Um, so I believe <laughs> a lot of times in our lives we have these did I stutter moments. And uh, there's just recently uh, my wife had to go to the hospital and she ended up being admitted and stuff. But uh, I got the phone call saying that, hey, look, your wife's in the hospital. And I was like, okay. Uh, and for a, a brief moment, I felt like this little wave of like, oh, here's some fear, you know, trying to trickle in. I could take this road of fear or I could take this road of, hey, look, by his stripes, my wife is healed, you know. Use that word against Satan. And that's all it is, is the enemy trying to seep in, give you some lies, and then you have you say, hey, did I stutter? Like, get away from me. Like, you do not belong anywhere near my family or my household. Amen. So uh, using that word, I just, I just think that was just such a, a beautiful picture of how Jesus comes against the enemy. And ultimately, we know that he wins the battle against death and the grave and the sin of this world. Amen. <laughs> the greatest warrior that ever lived. Hallelujah. Uh, in, John, in uh, Revelation chapter 19, I want us to look at this too. Uh, I'm just kind of painting this awesome picture. Some of you already have a great picture in your mind of what Jesus looks like as a warrior. But this right here, this right here. Now I saw heaven opened and behold a white horse and he who sat on him was called faithful and true and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes were like a flame of fire. Come on. And on his head were many crowns. He had a name written that no one knew except himself, King of kings and Lord of lords. He was clothed, clothed with a robe dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I mean, come on. Ripping through the eastern sky with a robe dipped in blood. That looks like something woo, out of Rambo or something. You know, like, I want to be on his team, right? Come on. <laughs> Goodness, <laughs> we are on the greatest warriors team. Thank you, Jesus. So uh, going back to these three points, 
the God has given every warrior something to protect, a kingdom to advance, and a battle to win. Uh, so looking at something to protect, uh, I believe that Jesus, when he was on this cross, whenever he took on the cross, there was something on his mind, right? And it was us, his sons and daughters, the family of God. Hey, Penny. <laughs> hey, girl. <laughs> sorry. Uh, <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, he had you on his mind, Penny. <laughs> Amen. And, uh, and we understand that uh, his blood brought the ultimate protection for us. Thank you, Jesus. And um, so a protection against what? Uh, the enemy. Uh, we see that in the Bible, it talks about the enemy has come to steal, kill, and destroy. And with this blood that covers us now, we are protected. We have this force field around us, if you will, <laughs> that uh, as we go throughout our days that we remember like, hey, I need to be able to protect my heart and my mind. The Bible talks about uh, keep your heart with all diligence for out it springs the issues of life in Proverbs. Uh, also Romans 12, renewing your mind daily and uh, remembering that uh, just focusing on what it is that the Lord wants us to do. When we, when we come into these secret places with the Lord, um, we focus on, Lord, I need your protection today over my mind, over my heart, and, uh, and pleading the blood of Jesus. I find myself doing that a lot, pleading the blood of Jesus over my family, uh, over my household, over my wife, and uh, over myself. And Nehemiah 4, 14 uh, I was going to do this in a Braveheart accent, but I'm not going to do that. Uh, <laughs> can't do it. Don't be afraid of them. Remember the Lord. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, remember the Lord who is great and awesome. And fight for your families, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. Amen. <laughs> And I really think Braveheart really does paint a good picture of that. Standing up for your family, not letting the enemy come and take that ground. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, and also in 2 Samuel 10, 12, be strong and let us fight bravely for our people in the cities of God. Um, just recently, there was a awesome gathering over in uh, Portland. And it's part of this uh, movement called uh, We Will Worship. And uh, it's amazing. They had over a thousands of thousands of people there gathered uh, in just in an area in Portland where it's the heaviest hit, uh, like with riots and all this stuff, Antifa, all this stuff that's going on. And uh, and we had some worshipers come gather together, and churches from that area, local churches, coming together to worship the Lord outside with speakers going blaring. Uh, right by a river, okay? And uh, later on that night, they ended up baptizing over 100 people in this river. <laughs> uh, we had, they had churches there, that uh, part of churches, uh, local churches that were there, uh, just saying like, you know, Jesus, you, this is your city. You will, you know, enemy, you are not welcomed here. <laughs> we are taking back the ground that has been stolen from us. And, uh, so I just think that was such a, an important time in, in our history to, to see that and to bring that back here to, to our own city. Say, hey, devil, like you don't, 
Did I stutter? You know, like you don't belong here, okay? This is the city for the Lord. And uh, I really, I feel that a lot, you know, especially on, on Sunday nights when we have the, the fresh fires. Like, it's establishing, like, hey, look, this is the city for the Lord, not for the enemy. And uh, I just think it's awesome. Um, uh, so we got a something to protect and now a kingdom to advance. Uh, Jesus is about advancing the kingdom, and so should we. Uh, in Luke chapter 9... Luke chapter 9, verse 1. When Jesus had called the 12 together, he gave them power and authority to drive out all demons and to cure diseases. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. He sent them out to proclaim the kingdom of who? Yes. Not the kingdom of Andrew, not the kingdom of you know, you can put your name there, but of God, because our kingdom's going to fall and it would fade. You know, we can't have that. And uh, so we're about advancing his kingdom, his glory. And uh, I believe that a good faithful reminder in this that I believe still rings true today is out of Joshua chapter one, verse three. It says, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. Um, and I just, I keep going back to that, the, the city of Portland with these people out there uh, just being led by the Holy Spirit to come and, and put on this just worship night outside. I believe that they recognize that, hey, this, this where I put my feet at belongs to the Lord. And uh, everywhere I go, new places that I see, like for me today, this is a new area that I have, I've never really experienced. <laughs> but I know that the Lord goes before me. He's already given me this ground already. And uh, so where my feet are planted, there he is also. He's not going to leave us nor forsake us. Um, uh, so some things that, that run across my mind as well is advancing the kingdom. What does that look like in our everyday? Like I just gave you an example that, for me today, this is new, and I believe that this is about advancing the kingdom, being here with you right now, and uh, Walmart healings. <laughs> Come on, going to Walmart, step, stay, uh, taking that step, um, and and talking to someone about Jesus, telling someone that, hey, look, you don't have to live this way anymore. I have I have a key for you if you want it, you know? Uh, um Another way is, is being on your on your knees, praying for your loved ones and praying for for them to to come to know Jesus. Um, I think what's really great is is understanding that that your words are powerful, okay? And and scripture talks about that. Um, something that's really been said a lot lately is we are praying for a nation that will turn from riots into revival, from riots into revival. That's something that I've just been praying over the nation. That's something that was birthed out of this movement uh, from Sean Foyt, uh, that they have gathered together in an agreement saying that we will not see riots anymore. We will see riots form from riots into, into revival. And I'm, I'm hopping on board with that. Hallelujah. <laughs> So we seek first the kingdom of God. We ask for him. We say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Your kingdom come, not ours. Your kingdom come, Lord, and move across this land. 
uh, he's already given us the keys to the kingdom. He says, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Amen. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Hallelujah. So, Lord, we pray that you will bind up the enemy's tactics and loose your glory on this place. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Um, so we are about um, advancing the kingdom, protecting what is already ours, what has already been given to us by the Lord. Um, and now we're going to jump to a battle to win. Okay. So looking at Deuteronomy chapter 20. Verse 1, Deuteronomy chapter 20, verse 1. When you go out to battle against your enemies and see horses and chariots and people more numerous than you, do not be afraid of them, okay? Do not be afraid of them. For the Lord your God, who brought you up from the land of Egypt, is with you. That's huge. (laughs) When you are approaching the battle, the priest shall come near and speak to the people. He shall say to them, hear, O Israel, you are approaching the battle. Really? Thank you. Okay. Yes. Uh, (laughs) You are approaching the battle against your enemies today, but do not be faint hearted. Do not be afraid or panic or tremble before them for the Lord, your God is the one who goes with you to fight for you against your enemies to save you. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, real quick, Lord of the Rings reference. Um, so the battle of Helm's Deep. Okay. <laughs> Do we have anybody, has anybody seen Lord of the Rings? Okay. All right. Three people. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> uh, so you have the battle of Helm's Deep where you got Aragon and all these guys in this castle. They're, they're held up in this castle and you have these orcs coming down that, I mean, like this vast army of orcs. I wanted to show the clip, but it's Okay. I'll try my best to to explain it. Vast army of orcs coming down at you, and they're fighting all through the night, all through the night, fighting, fighting, fighting. And uh, they're down to their, I mean, they're down to like a thread, you know? And you got Aragon, gets on his horse, and uh, is like, hey, look, it doesn't matter. We're going to go for it. We're going to get this done. And, you know, just building up what they had left, you know, holding, holding on to a thread. Uh, then this, the sun, they're inside the castle, right? So the sun peeks through the window and, uh, this, this promise that was made by Gandalf, Gandalf the gray at that moment when he made that promise said, Hey, like when the sun comes up, y'all get ready because I'll be there for you. I'm going to come and knock out. Yes. The third day I'm going to come and knock out the enemy. And so they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. He did promise that. So they bust down the doors, or actually the orcs bust down the doors, and then the uh, Aragon and his troops go fighting forward into this valley that they're in. And wouldn't you know it, now it's Gandalf the White comes over and with all of his army and says, hey, look, we're, we're here, you know, like here is the final hope, you know, for you. And uh, I feel like I get like that sometimes. Um where there's moments where I just feel like I'm on my, my last thread. I'm like, oh, Lord, you know, I will hold on to your truth. I will hold on to your promises. You say, greater uh, are those for me than those who are against me. And I will not fear. And you just go and you charge on through that battle. And wouldn't you know it, here he comes, Jesus on a white horse. <laughs> 
that Revelations chapter 19, you know, here he comes. <laughs> uh, robe dipped in blood, amen. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know. I, I wonder how many people actually have that, those moments in their lives, you know, where it's just like, man, I just need, I need that warrior to come. And um, so ultimately we win the battle with the Lord on our side. Um, Psalms uh, 144 said, Praise be to the Lord my rock, who trains my hands for war, my fingers for battle. The Lord. God, we give you permission to come. Train my hands for battle, my fingers for war, Lord. Train me up, Father. We know that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. And we want to hear you, Lord. We want to put all of our focus and attention on what it is that you have to say, Father. Train us up, Father. Because we know that Christianity is not a playground. We know that it is a battlefield. It is a battleground. But we know that we come out winners. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> so, um, just looking at some of the things that, uh, that the Lord was able to do. Uh, he had victory. Let's see. Great, oh yeah, war, he was a warrior when he overturned the tables in the temple. He was a warrior in the garden when he said, not my will, but your will be done. And the victory that was there on the cross, even when he was being mocked and beaten, uh, he didn't retaliate. He said, Father, forgive them. Like, wow, like what a warrior he is, right? <laughs> what a savior. He was a warrior when he cried out, into your hands, Lord, I commit myself. Uh, he was a warrior when he lived and a warrior when he died, and he's going to be a conquering king when he comes back. Amen. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. So in our lives, uh, with just going back over the three things that I've, I've made here, that God has given every warrior something to protect, a kingdom to advance, and a battle to win. Um. I know that there's there's important things like what is it that you're you're feeding your mind, you know? Uh there's been a recent occasion where I get hooked on a Netflix series and uh and it starts out good and then I'm like, "Whoa, this is going a little bit too far." <laughs> and uh and it's taking that bold step to say like, "Look, I'm not going to join in with this," you know? Taking that bold step of not Scrolling through Facebook, spending all that time when you could be spending that time with your family, spending that time on your knees, spending that time at Walmart, letting the Spirit lead you <laughs> to who's next, you know, who's next for his kingdom. Um, and then, again, with just advancing the kingdom and having that mindset to seek first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and not letting, uh, letting it be about your kingdom and what you can build and what you can establish here because we already understand that those things are going to fall and fade away. Amen? So someone to protect, a kingdom to advance, a battle to win. The battle is not against flesh and blood, but against what? Power and principalities of this dark world. So how do we move on from here? How do we take these three things? Um, I think it takes a lot of prayer, a lot of time just alone with the Lord. Uh, I know I learned a lot just in this in this little um, uh, preparing preparation for this message is 
that, uh, that is very important and that we can't lose sight of what we are here for, okay? You might have a, um, a, a battle with somebody at work, okay? You need to understand that it's not, like we said, not against flesh and blood. That battle is against the power and principalities of this dark world. So uh, when you go and pray for these people, you're praying uh, against the enemy that comes to try. He's trying to still kill and destroy your friend, and he's also trying to use your coworker to still kill and destroy you, to bring chaos, wreak havoc on your life. And that's when you come out and you say, no, no weapon formed against me will prosper. You do like Jesus did, and you, you, you whip out your lifesaver. You say, Jesus, I mean, you say, devil, get thee behind me, you know? <laughs> uh, so moving on to that, just, just remembering that, hey, look, I am a warrior. I have accepted Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. Now I am a warrior. We're, we are made in his likeness, right? Exodus 15 says, the Lord is a what? A warrior. The Lord is his name. So that makes me a warrior. And he's instilled inside each and every one of us something to protect, a kingdom to advance, and a battle to win. Uh, you want to go ahead and come on up, Colin? Thank you, brother. <laughs> now Colin's going to preach. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, next week, yeah. <laughs> um, so just kind of wrapping this up a little bit. Um, when the devil attacks, what are we to do? We're to fight back. We're not supposed to cower down and say, okay, devil, come on. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, okay, okay. No, you stand your ground. You say, look, this is what the Lord says that I am, and this is what the Lord says about this certain situation. If you look throughout the Bible, it's all over. There's uh, different things in your life you might be going through, and God has an answer for them. When you're angry, when you're sad, when you're depressed, these, uh, when you're addicted, God has an answer for you. And uh, so we're not going to cower down. We choose today to not cower down, to embrace the fact that when we accept you into our lives, that we are warriors now. We are awakening the warrior inside of us. And I believe all throughout the nation, all throughout this world, that I believe that there are warriors being woken, awakened. There are warriors being, I uh, said something really crazy yesterday when I was talking to Carrie about this. Woke it or something like that. Uh, there are warriors being awakened. I truly believe that. And um, I'm just excited to see uh, just this move of God that is happening. A lot of times we get wrapped up in media and other news things and stuff like that. Let's listen. Let's hone into what's going on in heaven. Okay. I believe that there is a war cry. Like I said, there is a war cry being shout. And we need to respond, okay? We need to respond with the, the fact that we are two warriors, just like the Lord. Um, so, Father, I just come to you right now, Lord. I thank you so much for your love, Lord. I thank you so much for your hand upon your children today, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you're stirring up hearts and minds to receive this word, Lord. I know that, God, you have chosen your sons and daughters, to rise up right now, Father God. Call out your warriors. Call out your greatest warriors, Father. We thank you, Lord, that you are moving upon us right now in this moment, in this place and time, Father God. As we draw closer to your return, Father, we know that this is the answer for the future, Lord, to move forward, Lord, with you in our hearts, Lord, with you in our minds, Lord. Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for the people that are here, that are listening to the sound of my voice, Lord. I thank you, Father God, 
You're bringing them fresh revelation, Lord. I thank you, Lord, that you have been so good to us, Lord. Day in, day out, Father. You're there for us. Lord, we won't let no pesky devil try to come and ruin our day, try to come and ruin our lives, try to come and take hold over the grounds that you have already given us, Lord. Thank you, Jesus, for the blood that you shed. You didn't just take those stripes just for, to make it a good story. No, you didn't. You did it to set us free, Father. Thank you. Free from sin, free from death and the grave, free from sickness, free from diseases. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. We just love you, Lord. We just love you. And Lord, we want to honor you in all that we do, Father. In all that we do, we want to honor you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We praise your holy name, Father. We know that you're soon to return. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. We know that you're soon to return. So we answer your call today. We choose to be warriors. Choose to listen, to obey our heavenly commander. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Spirit. If I could just have some prayer partners to come down for just a minute. We're just going to take a second just to invite Maybe there is someone here that hasn't answered that call yet as to be a warrior or to accept Jesus into your heart. And maybe today is the day that you want to make that move. Maybe today, today is the day that you want to rededicate and say, yeah, I'm not going to give a foothold to the enemy. I'm not going to allow him to have a stronghold on my life. I choose Jesus. I choose victory because, you know, the battle is won, right? With the Lord on our side, the battle is won. So I want to take this time, give an opportunity to you. Uh, just feel free to worship and uh, come up to the front. We've got me and my brothers here that are here to pray with you. So let's take a moment of worship. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, let that set in with you. No more fear. No more fear, no. Yes. just sitting here thinking of uh, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. I can do all things, not just a little bit. <laughs> I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. Thank you, Lord. You've given us that promise, Lord. I believe he wants us to remember that when fear tries to creep up, to remember that we are child of the most high king and that he's given us this word that we can do all things through Christ that gives us strength so when situations arise when marriages are being 
uh, broken apart, we can remember that, hey, I can do all things through Christ that gives me strength. And I understand that this marriage will not break. I understand that I will not cower to the enemy because I know that by his strength, I can do all things by his strength. And that most importantly, that we are child, children of the most high king. <laughs> Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Well, I think that's a wrap then. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> so silly. Well, we just want to thank you guys so much for being a part of our service this morning, this afternoon. And we just encourage you all to go out and love God, love people, and lead well. Have a good one. <laughs>